Sorry for anyone who was up ready to listen um, on Wednesday. We decided to be bi-weekly, at least going into the summer, just because things have just been crazy and it's been hard to find the time to record and edit. Um, but we still want to be bringing you this great content we have. <laughs> so don't worry, we're not going anywhere. We're just slowing it down we're just slowing it down i'm just packing in more content yeah for the next few weeks but um yeah it's been a minute what's happened since we've been gone we just had a show rachel yeah. had to step in yeah you want to talk about that a little bit sure yeah so uh we told you guys about like the choreographic show we did a while back um where juliana had a piece and our friend clay murray who you heard on the podcast a while ago also known as share also known as Cher, yes. Um, he had a piece, too, when I helped as, like, his rehearsal director during the process. And then, um, but I wasn't ever, you know, I was just rehearsal director. I wasn't ever an understudy for the piece. And then this weekend, we had a, like, show at a different theater. Um, our touring show. Our touring show. And um, we revisited his piece, and last minute, someone couldn't do it. So... I found out Wednesday night and the show was Saturday and I learned it Thursday. I like went into the studio. We were teching Friday and then I did it Saturday. And so it was a good experience. Um, I'm really happy I got to dance it on stage. It was really fun to dance. I got to dance with Juliana. And then we never had to dance together. Yeah. She like in a throw me up in the air. <laughs> I did. I did lift you. There's one lift that we do where it's both, it's like six people supposed to Six. There's six people on stage, so it's five people supporting <laughs> one person. Just you. Yeah, but it's just me and it's one other person holding your feet. So I have like all the weight in my right hand. Actually, for some reason, the way you did it, I think Tara took a little bit more weight this time. Okay. But usually, it's just like everything in my mm-hmm. um and my two hands, my two little hands. Yeah. Well, you have long fingers, so yeah, and a big face. It's, yeah, it's spread like your hand spread <laughs> covers a lot of surface. I do. I do kind of have wide, <laughs> wide hands. I was looking at my arms in the mirror today, and I think so long. <laughs> Did you realize that? So, no, just like sometimes I look at it and I'm like, "This, this is not correct ballet. This is just not correct." This is also like my insecurities talking or whatever. Uh, but like. I was looking at it today, and I was like, these arms just don't look right. And then I just kind of, like, you know sometimes you, like, hyper-focus oh my on God, something? yes. And then all of a sudden my arms look like they're, like, 20 miles longer than the rest <laughs> of my body. And I, I was like, this just, this is not correct. My arms, like, I look like the Slender Man. Like, <laughs> my hands are too long. My arms are too long. The positions don't look right. 
then you have to like step back and be like, okay. I just need to like not look in the mirror for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But like, I'm sort of proportional. I feel, I feel that way about my arms because my arms are short mm-hmm. in proportion to my body. So sometimes like I, I hyper focus. If I hyper focus on anything, it's probably my port bra. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll just be staring. I'm like, why can't I make it look like right? It doesn't look right. <laughs> and oh, I, I just get like my shoulders and like my fingers are. My hands are really tiny. <laughs> this is the opposite problem. So I just feel like... I think that's why I notice, though, people will have really long arms because I'm jealous. Oh. I wish mine were longer. <laughs> I think... I mean, I'm not, like, mad at... I, I, it would be illegal for me to say that I'm mad at my long arms. But um, I just, like, sometimes I look at them and I'm like... <sighs> like I look what like... I, I just I, like I, I just look, like, top-heavy in a way. Like, yeah. Or something, but... It's all just, like, your brain doing little fun tricks on you. Yeah, I think we're hitting that point of the season where, like, class starts to feel like it's not helping you Mm -hmm. improve. You're regressing. I start to check the clock a lot more often. Because you're, like, tired and burnt out and, like, focusing on weird things that you don't Mm -hmm. normally focus on or, like, compensating for pains that you're having. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for context, we have two more weeks left of our um, contract this season. So we've got, we're in the home stretch essentially. We've got this week and then we go into the theater for our shows for next week. So, so we're just hanging in there. We're hanging in there. But it's like, I want, like in any other com- company or season, I'm sure a lot of people are experiencing this as well. But like when you have more time, I don't think you feel this tired and burnt out but because the end is in sight it's like it's You're so close there. you, can, taste you it. can see the finish line yeah and i've been relating it to um senioritis i call it because for us ballet dancers our contracts run almost like a school year for the majority mm-hmm. of contracts and it's like that feeling when you're in school and it's the last few weeks and like you have your finals or whatever and like that's the show for us but, like, coming up to it, like, your days get a little bit shorter because you're, like, you're only rehearsing for this last show. You don't have anything, you know, plus mm-hmm. in the future. Um, and, like, it's getting warmer and you're, like, starting to get that itch for just, like, wanting summer vacation, basically. Yeah, I went to the beach twice last week. Yeah, well, plus we had really warm weather last week, so it was, like, it really made it feel like it's supposed to be over. <laughs> We're talking about, we didn't have enough time last week. And I'm like, I went to the beach twice. <laughs> I spent three hours laying in the sun. Well, side. last week felt like three weeks. Last me. week was long. It was last week long was week. tough. Honestly. Just with rehearsal or just like, oh, mentally? Uh, it was physically. It was a tough rehearsal week. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. For Sorry. me. And um, that's why I felt just like really long. And we had a donor. Or I had a donor show, so I kind of like had two shows last week. Oh a yeah, little donor rehearsal where we ran it like and performed it. Yeah, uh, concerto. So, yeah, I think that that's part of the reason is like I was learning a new part that I didn't know, and I had like basically two shows and like a tech day. So that's where we're at. Um, yeah, senioritis is really kicking in. I do feel like since I had a little bit of time off. Like, two weeks ago, I felt like I had a little bit more time to, like, process my burnout and try to, like, crawl my way out of it. Because I feel like I am kind of crawling out of the hole. And I'm, like, going to be sad when classes are over because I'm going to be missing that structure Mm -hmm. and how my body feels. But 
at the same time, I know I need just like a solid week off because I can feel my hips just like being, yeah. I tried to do the middle splits today and I feel like a <laughs> demon. Like my hips would just not yeah. open. Like I, I attempted the middle splits, but I couldn't even uh-huh. do it because it just, it was like. They're stuck. It was a pain. But yeah, yeah, it kind of feels stuck. stuck. It doesn't feel like my normal mobility. That's what happened when I tried to do my left split today. Yeah. It just didn't happen. It's a, uh, it's friggin' tough out here right now. And it's not just, I, I mean, I think it's like stress too about just like Our what's going to happen next season. But, For sure. That um, kind of brings us into our next topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, both of us have just been trying to figure out like what we're, what our next move is because dare I say it, neither of us have plans to remain in the same place. Yeah. That we are um, currently in this season and we're trying mm-hmm. to... Well, spread you, our wings and you guys elsewhere. knew we were auditioning yeah so that's true it's kind of like the time of the season where you start to like figure out your plans for next year where you might be in theory you start to like try and figure it out and then you don't actually know until august yeah it's like we like you can start it sort of start to get an idea but like so much can change over the summer yeah and like, I don't, we didn't decide we were coming back until, like, July. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> so why are we getting stressed now, huh? What's, what's the big idea? It's just, like, as someone in their mid-20s trying to figure their life out, like, I think in, in just, in general, people want to, like, have a plan. Mm-hmm. It's, like, normal to want to have a plan. Mm-hmm. And, like... Yeah, so obviously we're stressed. I keep thinking, like, obviously we're stressed about not knowing what's in our future because the average person isn't confronted with it so in their face. And, like, you would think we'd be more used to it by now because we've been doing this for a while. Mm -hmm. But, like, you get hired on, you know, a corporate America job. You 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 work your job and you for the foreseeable future as long as you're liking it keep going to your job. There's you're not it's like not all like there's not an end date and then we'll see if you get rehired. Like yeah, that is just like it's hard. You never know like what the company like it's it really is like a you never and it's know not situation. like oh I oh yeah I can find another job in the next town over. Like no maybe the next state over. Like, I wish that if there was an I mean there is kind of an indeed for ballet. Shout out to Ballet Scout. Um, Ballet Scout is an online resources webpage for dancers that has a lot of information on auditions and advice for summer intensives and programs and schooling as well as professional it's audition information. It's something we needed for a while. But I'm, I was going to say, like, there is no, like, Indeed posting where it's, like, needed one Mm-hmm. Or like even like for like a Quiznos or a Subway situation, <laughs> needed one sandwich maker. It's like uh, we're auditioning. Look, uh, strong emphasis on people of color and men. <laughs> and it's like there's there's no there's no. We clear, look for like, dancers with strong technique mm-hmm. and um, the ability to like express themselves creatively. And it's like, well, yeah, like I'd say we all like <laughs> if we've made it this far, we have that. Yeah, but there's but like the point is like it's there's no like when you're try if you're in you know regular the rest of America if you're in any other industry, industry. there's gonna be like another job posting. 
Yeah. For whatever you're the closest in. thing is just like professional athletes. That's what we're that's exactly what it's like where you can get rehired basically in your on your team or mm-hmm. you can need to find another team and it's exactly the same mm-hmm. with ballet. But it's like the whole year can end up coming down to like I don't know. If you are if you're not very like settled in the company that you're at, it can be very like this was all just one big audition, you know? Yeah, and it's extremely exhausting, which is why you hit this part of the season and you're like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I mean, everybody's just feeling that in general. So, Mm -hmm. like, when everybody's feeling it, like, I've been... I really had to push myself through jumps today. Mm-hmm. I was like, we got to Petita Laker, and I was like, this is when you get stronger. Mm-hmm. In the back of my head, my little crazy ballerina voice was speaking, and it was like, this is the moment you push. This is the moment you, like, yeah. for the last two weeks, I'm not preparing for anything besides, like, one piece that I'm in for the next show. But yeah. this is when you push. You have to, like, What's true? The mentality or whatever. So I, I really pushed. I did all the jumps today. Mm-hmm. made it Jumping, through. yeah, jumping was hard today. We danced on an unsprung stage this weekend. Yeah. Which I feel like such a baby and like an old person, but I know it oh my God, really takes has an effect on your body. Yeah, my, for me it was my IT bands were just so tight, and today I was struggling. I was like physically, I I'm like I'm hurting. <laughs> I'm hurting. No, I feel you. My ankles. I think they finally let up like yesterday, mm-hmm. but um. The first day we were on that stage, so we had tech day, and then we had our performance day. We only had one show at the the touring theater, but um, yeah, I my ankles were totally jammed, and my yeah. hips too. And the this theater was cold <sighs> too, which we fixed the second yeah, day. But the first day I did took a toll. Yeah. So just and then just like I don't, I didn't even class. jump. I was like unsprung. I'm not jumping. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> unsprung. <laughs> As if. I've had way too many lower body injuries to jump on an unsprung floor. Honestly, work. I was like, no, I must. My little crazy ballerina voice in my head is like, you must finish class at all times. But then oh sometimes I'm like, I, I let up sometimes. Yeah. If I'm like, um, if I'm injured, I'm like much more. Yeah. But if you're feeling healthy. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, no, no, I totally understand that. But um, It's just been so long since I've been healthy. I can't remember <laughs> It's so true, though. It's been 64 years. <laughs> I'm like, wow, wait, what was it like before? Like, I had... Yeah, like, when some... was the last time you haven't had an injury? Literally before COVID. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rachel. That's why I'm, like, pulling apart. I'm like, I literally... Can, my body is telling me, stop. Yeah. Um, but I'm, like, I'm definitely on the come up now. I just had a lot of, like, unsolved injuries that I needed to, like, take the time to heal. You got them solved. Got them fixed. Yeah, so. <sighs> but, yeah, ready for summer vacation. Yeah, we're kind of done talking about ballet right now. I feel like, I mean, nothing is absolutely terrible, and nothing is just, it just feels like we're in the home stretch, and now I can't help but thinking think about um, summer. Yeah. And, um... What are you guys doing over the summer? Like, let us know. Do you have any fun, exciting summer vacation plans? Yeah, what are you doing? Tell us. <laughs> Slide up. <laughs> Slide up on our story. Comment below. What are you doing this summer, Rachel? Um, 
I'll be in New England for a bit teaching and probably picking up another job. I'm looking for a job on a golf course somewhere. I My hope is to be drink cart girl because I just, I feel like that would fulfill um, a dream of mine, a fantasy. Yeah, we've talked about Rachel's golf but I'm also interested in like maybe bartending at a country club or like serving somewhere. We'll see. So I'm going to do some sort of service industry job. Um, and I'm looking forward to the money that comes with that. And then I'm going back to Indiana for a little bit. My little brother's graduating college or college. Oh my God. He's graduating high school. (laughs) So that's exciting. I'll see that. And, um, Beyond the Indy 500. Oh my um, gosh, I didn't know that. I'm not going to the actual race. I'm going, they have like the a lot of days thing. around the race where there's like stuff. So there's like this thing called the snake pit and it's like a concert type thing. Yeah. It's much like EDM type like. Oh, when did you decide to do this? Um, a few weeks ago. It's funny because I've never been, I've never been to the Indy 500 or, like, the Snake Pit or any of it, but it's a huge thing for Indianapolis. Like, that's, like, what it's known for. Yeah. Um, And I used to be, like, really into, like, seeing live music and, like, music festival type things when I was younger, but I just, like, I don't know, I fell out of it during COVID and stuff. Mm. But my boyfriend, Zach, has gone before, and he's, like, it's the most redneck. Like, (laughs) people are wearing, like... (laughs) overalls like cut (laughs) like into shorts and stuff um and so i'm like it's gonna be an interesting experience you're gonna have to the fun yeah i love just like embracing things that are like completely one direction you know like Mm -hmm. it's just gonna be like trashy redneck people and i'm like all right i'm just gonna like fit in for the day um and then i'm going to lake tahoe nevada um, with my boyfriend and some friends and then my family for so I'll be there for two weeks and that's gonna be two weeks of solid vacationing for me nice so I need to save money for that yeah. time and then I'll be back in New England and then I'll be moving so yeah well then we'll figure it all out by then but I'm excited for like a relaxing just like rejuvenating summer plus mm-hmm. I also want to like focus more on just like keeping my body healthy with Pilates and yoga and like cross training in that way to give myself a little bit of a break from the actual taking ballet class. Mm-hmm. But how about you? You have a my big trip planned. freaking lit. Um, my sister is graduating. Shout out to Michaela. From college? From college. Yes. So after two weeks after our summer, our spring, Sorry, our summer begins after our contract ends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go to St. Louis and celebrate with her and my mom and my dad. That would be and so fun. And then the Rens decided to plan a Europe trip after that. So we're going to a few places. We're going to go to Roland Garros, which is a tennis tournament. It's uh, the French Open. <gasps> yes. Oh, my gosh. It's so cool. Do you know what you're wearing there? No, I don't have anything. This is why we... We do- started shopping for her vacationing this summer but we haven't made you got like what one pair of pants so far yeah i got one pair of pants i have two pairs of pants but i need like so she's got pants <laughs> i have pants i don't have tops i don't have anything else yeah i need to like restock on my um my summer wardrobe my capsule collection um so yes i'm going we're going around in europe i don't think it's all completely planned but we're for sure going to france and croatia 
my gosh. And then I think maybe a little bit in Switzerland. Not in, like, Switzerland. I think we're going through Geneva uh-huh. or something. But, um, yeah, so I'm very excited about that. But that's so fun. Three weeks of vacation. Are you going to be tired of your family? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I, hi, Mom. <laughs> I can't imagine spending three weeks on vacation with my family. <laughs> no, I think it'll be awesome. We're, we're a very cohesive family. We work well together. Um, it's always, like, I've noticed. I don't know if this is something you've noticed. Um, I feel like my mom is going to call me after this podcast <laughs> <laughs> and talk about all this, but... I think that, like, when you're home with your family and everybody's there, by day three, you're irritated with each other. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's not like you're, like, mad at each other, but, like, the little things that drive you crazy yeah. start to, to poke in around day three. So, I don't know. I mean, three weeks, it'll be travel and, like, we'll be out and about doing stuff. It'll be it'll be awesome. Yeah. I'm most my crazy little... I'm going to let the podcast in a little secret. My crazy little ballerina brain is, like... That's three weeks away from dance. What are you mm-hmm. gonna do for your body? Because like, there's no way I'm gonna like get up and do yoga on my own. Yeah, like on vacation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess maybe maybe I should take up running or something. I hate. Running. Well, maybe you could like bike a little bit. I yeah, know. I could bike, but I I don't think you should worry about like staying in shape. Mm-hmm. It's three weeks of your life. I'm not trying to like stay in ballet shape. I don't think like there's no like. I'm not, I don't have a show after that or anything. I mean, you're going to be walking a lot. Yeah. And you're going to be eating the food there, which is better than the food here. And watch, you won't put on weight, you'll lose weight. That that happens a lot of the times when you go abroad. That happened to me when I went to Greece. I was like, I'm huge. I got back, I was like, I like literally lost weight and I (laughs) ate saganaki every day. It's just fried cheese, if you don't know. And drink. Towards the end of the trip, me and my cousins were like, so tired of drinking but we're like it's only like a few more days so like we have to mm-hmm. so we're just like peer pressuring each other to continue to drink <laughs> i had wine with dinner every single night like well it's also you know cheaper there right i don't know well it was more about like we gotta have wine we're in we gotta have wine we're in greece and like <laughs> my grandpa was ordering you know he's a big wine drinker so he's ordering wine for the table so mm-hmm. like they kept filling up my glass <laughs> I wasn't going to turn them down. Yeah, so I I feel like you should try really hard to not let that yeah. affect anything on vacation. I think it should be. Because you're going to have time after vacation. Yeah. And you can whip yourself into shape if you need to. Yeah, I'm thinking about it now. And I think, I, like, every other time I've gone on vacation, I've had something coming up where I need to, like, get back into it as soon as possible. But this time I don't. Yeah. And I'm just realizing this now. Like, this is the first time in a while. Because last season, I... This summer started... What did I do? I might have just, like, gone home. But I, I had, like, a gig that I was doing at the beginning of my Utah mm-hmm. job. I've also been back to Utah after this three-week endeavor. Um, so I had to, like, be in shape enough to, like, dance. Yeah. Not be weak. But, um, yeah. So I'm going, I'm going to Europe. It sounds so nice. And then I'm coming back here for a little bit. And then I am going to go home to California. Then drive. Just, I'm just giving you all the logistics. Mm-hmm. I'm going home to California, and then I'm going to drive to Utah to work at the Summer Intensive, University of Utah Summer Intensive. I'm teaching this year. When is that? Much. In July? June, July. Mid-June, mid-June to July. Which is, that if there's anybody young listening to the podcast, check it out. It's a good Summer Intensive. Um... Yeah, so I'm going to work there. I'll be there 
for a little bit, and then I think my bestie Rebecca, as you remember, mm-hmm. is going to drive back with me, and then we'll have a little vacay in California before I come back. Um, and then I'm doing a project here, mm-hmm. um, a choreographic project here for three weeks, and then that's it in my summer. And then hopefully I'll go where I'm going. Yeah. So well, you'll be going. I'll be going. <laughs> you'll be going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's well to have it all planned out like that because I've had the majority of it planned out like that for months, mm-hmm. which is just like the majority of your summer. Yeah, like I wish I could just be more spontaneous. But, yeah. Like, why you're doing all fun things? I know. I know. I guess like yeah. Maybe I'm just being ungrateful. <laughs> but I just it's I think it's more of just like the thinking ahead. I'm just tired of like. Planning. Planning a year in advance. Well, the planning's kind of over almost. It seems like now it's just the doing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, for next season. Like, I'm so... Oh, my yeah. brain is so stuff all like, where am I going to be? And, like, I hope everything works out. And, like, I'll be hooked. Whatever. Yeah. It's the constant battling the struggle, I'd say. Yeah. Um, can we talk vacation fashion and vacation trends? What do you predict? Oh, wow. I We're also a fashion podcast. This. I went shopping with Rachel, and I haven't really gone shopping with you ever, just like you. Mm-hmm. She's very decisive. She says, no, that's not it. <laughs> don't like it. I don't like that. don't like that. What about this? You should try on this. You're going to like this. Try this on. Yeah. I I love fashion, and I love shopping. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I do think that I could have a career in being a personal shopper. Yeah, you enjoy that a lot. I go with my mom. Like, I've gone with, like, multiple people and been, like, basically, like, their personal shopper. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I love shopping for vacation in summer. Like, I was telling Julianne on a resort wear is my favorite thing to <laughs> shop for. <laughs> so, my closet, honestly, is, like, great in the summer. And then I feel like my fall and winter clothes are lacking because I just... I like shopping for it, but I'm normally, like, in season at that point, so I'm not wearing those clothes I was going to say, fall and winter, we're, like... like we're I wear, like, the same, like, five things. Yeah. So I just... I don't know. I just feel like I've had this, so many of the same clothes in that closet for so many years, and I just, like, hardly ever wear a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got my bins out, because I switch over on my wardrobe, and I got my summer bin and opened it, and I was like... <gasps> I miss these clothes. Yeah. Wait, so what are your trends for this? What are your trend predictions? Um, Right now, I will say online, I've been seeing a lot of people. I mean, this is just, I feel like, probably the 2020s trend, which is just, like, wide leg pants and a tight crop top in general. Mm-hmm. But wide leg dress pants. I saw every single mm-hmm. story went to yesterday. Yeah. And they're all over Instagram. Also, I think, like... The preppy look is for sure coming back. Like, so many um, button-downs. Oh, yeah. Whether they're silk or cotton or whatever. Um, and, and surprisingly, like, the suit jacket, like, the oversized jacket, I thought it was going to be out by this summer because it's been around mm-hmm. now, like, pretty trendy for a while. But, like, a lot of matching sets. Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting really into, like, the tennis golf um, preppy country club look, which so I already we were ahead of the game. Obviously. I already have had for years, so um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So thank you and welcome to my TED talk. But yeah, to me, that's what it seems like is kind of trending. But also, I feel like nowadays, like 
your Instagram and your for you page on TikTok are so geared towards you. So now I'm like, am I just seeing all those things because that's what I like? Mm, I don't know. I don't know what to do about sunglasses. I don't know what like. I feel like the '90s look is a good one. For yeah. The shape of it, like the. I like those rectangular narrow. ones, more rectangular narrow ones on you. You used to have like green ones like that or something. Mm, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Really I've green. lost quite a few. I lose my sunglasses like every few weeks. We need sunglasses in the recommendations. Summer. So, but I got affordable Cheap. price. Affordable price. Cheap ones. Yeah. Because we're broke as hell. I'm trying to think. Where did I see a bunch of good cheap sunglasses? Honestly, Aerie. Really. Has some good sunglasses, and they're like. Not too expensive. They're like, you know, twenty max. Mm. Okay, I can, I can. Cause Target, like, I used to always go there for my sunglasses, but honestly, gone downhill. I will say, I got these Target pants yesterday. They're like white cotton, but they look like a white linen, mm-hmm. and they're big wide pants, and they fit really nicely. I'm like, you see the big wide, the big wide pants are in. But I've always, I've been looking for a big wide white pair of like linen pants for like three years now. Great, I'm glad you found some. Yeah, I found, I found a dupe. It was like twenty five bucks. I actually have some like that from Athleta or Athleta, however you say it. Whatever. Yeah, that's but that's been the look I've been chasing down for a while. Yeah, that's the best when you find something you've been looking for. Which actually, I experienced this weekend too because I've been wanting a slip dress. Oh, forever, that's wrong. and part of it was just like I didn't find one that I necessarily liked that much, or like I wasn't ready to like splurge because if you want like a little bit of a nicer one you you gotta pay more than 20 bucks and a lot of the times i go and i'm like i don't even want to you know i'm trying to only buy things that are like super cheap Mm -hmm. um but yeah i got this i don't know it's not hot pink it's like light it's like a true pink yeah true pink color pink slip dress from zara with like a low back um as a option for the gala but i don't think i'm gonna wear it for the gala i'm gonna wear it just like on vacation or something but i'm i'm stoked about it that was the purpose for us going shopping yesterday yeah was for um our upcoming gala it's happening a week after the end of our season mm-hmm. so i get to dress up and go to a nice venue and drink <laughs> yeah <laughs> which will be really nice but um yeah i'm excited for resort wear and i guess i am i am truly excited for three weeks of how can you not be? <laughs> I'm, I'm like constantly You're caught up freaking in out about like what's gonna happen. Like every. But by that time, you'll know. Yeah. Pretty much what you, it, you're gonna know. Have a better idea of what you're doing. It to the point where I don't think you're gonna be having anxiety. Okay. Good. Because I'm fighting it off. It's like every hour on the hour, it like knocks at the door and says hi, mm-hmm. hi. You know, here's what? everything that could go wrong. I think. For me, like, I've kind of just been telling myself, like, no matter what, like, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's your career, yes, and, like, mm-hmm. you want this to happen and you want that to happen. But, like, you have your health. Like, you have your family. Yeah. You have your boyfriend. Like, you have, like, your parents that are supporting you. You have mm-hmm. this and that. Like, at the end of the day, like, your life, you will be okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been finding, like, actually a lot of comfort in that because... I'm, like, lucky that this is all I'm worried about, you know? Sometimes you just got to pull it down to that level and be, like... I do. I do actively try to do that. It's more just, like... It's in your body. (laughs) Yeah, and I have time on my hands right now to just, like, think about... I've been trying to, you know, 
actively um, enjoy life and just kind of smell the roses, if you will, and spend time away from the studio and just like enjoy mm-hmm. good food and tennis with the boy and mm-hmm. time with friends. Like we're going to a musical tomorrow night. We're going to have a nice time. But it was like, because we finished the show Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. And um, everything was awesome. I got to do Clay's piece one more time, and I'm pretty featured in that, and it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And I just had a blast. I also did my little, so- my, almost said my little solo, my little duet with um, Alex, and we were really like cheesing out there. Mm-hmm. Like, we were having a grand old time. It's a very like lovey dovey, we've talked about Aww. before. Um, little duet that we do and it felt good so you had fun performing i did i had a lot of fun and i just was like feeling good you know mm-hmm. feeling valued feeling seen um but then sunday night last night it like smacked me in the face like 11 30 i saw just like one person doing ballet on instagram and i was like <gasps> oh, you gosh. know just like still the sunday scaries yeah, I hate that little term, but you know, well, that. you know, something that like I don't like what? is that people are like, "Oh, you want to have the Sunday scares if you do something you love." Like that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> We're living proof. Yeah, like they're like, "Oh, if you don't want it to be work, do something you love." Like that's like a saying, uh-huh. and like in I don't know, maybe. It's just because we do something that's also, like, athletic Mm. and physically demanding. I I don't know if that's it, but, like, yes, I love what I do, but, like, it's still work. I think that, um, like, I'll have moments during the day where I'm like, I can't believe that this is what I do. Yeah. Like, yes, I get paid. But you feel very inspired and you feel good. Yeah, but I, I just, like, look around. I can't remember who was watching, but it must have been somebody not related to dance, but they were just, like, a donor or something was watching mm-hmm. rehearsal and I was like, this is like, so this, like our rehearsal is our work. Mm-hmm. That's said, Yes, obviously we all mm-hmm. know this, but the fact that what we do is walk around an empty space and move around an empty space and communicate uh-huh. as like work is so much better than like sitting at a computer and organizing other people's schedules or like, managing tasks i mean yeah it's better for us it's what we'd want to be doing instead of doing that yeah and overall like most people who are i've noticed this quite a bit i don't know who i've been talking to lately but a lot of people who work those like normal corporate jobs they want to be more on the creative side of things like they're kind of like they were yeah yeah. yeah. like they're kind of like they want to move towards a more creative role Mm. more towards instead of like just like a some people busy are just cut out for like well yeah not necessarily busy work but some people are just cut out for that like super like mathematical like systematic type of mm-hmm. thinking and like workforce and they wouldn't Problem do something solving, yeah. yeah but even in that there's like creativity involved and some people just do like hr where they have to like just hr's tough yeah. i remember taking a course in the hr and i was like i could not do this no, it's, it doesn't seem like the most desirable. Managing job, but people. Some people, some people enjoy it. I really cut out for that, yeah. But yeah, I just do, I just think that like, you know, you, you have a few days off and then sometimes you're excited for Monday, but sometimes you dread Monday, even if you love what you do. And like, that's okay. Like, it doesn't mean that you should quit or you don't love what you do. Because also, there's still like hard 
aspects of yeah. what we do, even though we love it. And, like, mm-hmm. you know? And it's also, like, when you – it's, like, the theory of, like, well, if every day is a holiday, then no day is going to yeah, be special. Yeah, so like exactly. Every day can still be awesome and wonderful, but then, like, it can't because then you don't have – Then it's not right. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so true. What I mean, is it, like – it has to rain for flowers or something. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot What's of- that saying? I, don't, I can't think of the exact saying, but. Um, or there has to, with the more, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the more darkness you experience or like the deeper, the, the darkness, more light you can see. Yeah. It's, it's something like that. Really. Yeah. Like, it, glass, you have to have the lows for the highs, but, um, oh, I was going to say something about. Well, and I think, like, another thing, too, I saw this uh, guy talking on TikTok, actually. <laughs> My TikTok for you page right now is, like, all self-help. And I'm, like, wow, I'm really screaming that <laughs> yeah, I need help do that you know bad. What? Do you know what? That, that happens so fast. Sometimes, like, if you stop one account, then it'll, like, blow up. Because I'll, like, see some, like, thing that draws my attention really quickly about, like, health. Like, you shouldn't be washing your strawberries that way. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> wait, how should I be washing them? Because I'm also a little bit of a hypochondriac. So, so that, like, pulls me in. Like, yesterday I saw, like, I love oysters. And yesterday I saw, like this video about how they're so dangerous to eat because you could get a flesh eating bacteria and like literally lose one of your limbs. And I was oh like, God. am I irresponsible by eating oysters? Like, should I really risk this? And then I was like, I'm, I need to chill. This is some random guy yeah. on TikTok telling me this. And it's not. And I'm not getting my oysters from like some random shack. Like I go to like we're good also restaurants. in Newport and we're on the coast. Yeah. Like they're not being shipped in from across the country. Anyways, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. This guy on TikTok was talking about how, like, that trend about doing, like, you know, the cold plunge thing people have been doing, like, more so recently. Mm -hmm. Well, he was saying that in the shower, you should start with your shower warm or whatever and then turn it to cold and stand there for a minute and let it hit you straight in, like, your forehead, sort of, like, face first. Which, if anyone's ever tried this, it fucking sucks. Excuse my language, but it sucks. And you feel like you're going to die. Like, <laughs> well, Let me get to my point. And he says in the video. I'm just picturing you in the shower. Like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die with just a little bit of cold water on you. Like, oh my god. But when you, when you do a cold shower, like, and you weren't hot going into it, you started warm and, like, you were fine. And then you turn it cold. I know, I know. You have this, like, body reaction where you, like, panic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you want so badly to change the discomfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was saying, like, if you do that every day, your body gets more and more used to being calmer in the discomfort. Like, that feeling of panic. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier for you to handle in everyday life more situations like that. Like, you don't immediately go into, like, the shock, which is exactly what cardio is, too. Mm-hmm. When you first start doing cardio, you, like, people freak out. Like... Mm-hmm. Or if you get past that, like, 30-minute mark, then you it's, can just go It's forever. when you actually start really doing that, like, push level. If you've ever run and trained for a marathon or done the hit workouts you know the feeling like it's like you start to like kind of panic and you just want to stop and a lot of people do stop and that's when they stop normally but if you can push past it then there's like a sweet spot sort of where you like get in a little bit of flow and then you can keep pushing that mark further and further you know what 
But that's, like, life, yeah. too. Like, that's great training for just... But also, let's talk about the flow state. I was watching... Uh, there's a series on Netflix. I was re-watching it, actually, um, called Home Game. And it features, like, six or seven episodes of, like... There's one episode in Italy. There's one episode in the Philippines. And there's uh-huh. one episode... Like, it's all over the place, and it's in these... It's a very, it's about very traditional sports mm-hmm. and how those sports came to be. But they're not, like, oh, wait, conventional, this, kind I of, think. like, widespread, followed sports. Uh-huh. But they're very um, specific to each region. And one of the regions was the Philippines one, and it's, one, it's about deep-sea diving. And, like, people Oof. there, they're just used... They, at a young age, it's like... Did you see Avatar? Mm-hmm. So it's like the the water people, mm-hmm. like they just have like adapted. Oh wait, the new Avatar. The new Avatar. No, I haven't seen the new okay. one. Never mind. Never mind. These the uh, Philippines people. They're called the. I don't remember what it's called. I think it starts with an N. <laughs> anyway, um, they spend most of their life fishing for food. Just, like, hunter-gatherer kind of like lifestyle. with their hands? Or like, they... spear-fishing underwater. They just have goggles. That is and they so have... much cooler than using a rod and a hook for some reason. <laughs> it just sounds so lame. Be a real man and go spear-fishing. <laughs> um, but, uh... Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, on the Tinder Like, you think bio. of, like, your grandpa, like, fishing, and then you think of, like, these guys with, like, spears, like, deep diving. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah, so are there, if there are any straight... Uh, single men out there listening, I think it would bode well for you to try that. <laughs> to try spear fishing instead of the same fish picks on a boat. Yeah, and like if you want to put that in your dating profile, that might help you. <laughs> <laughs> the things you learn on the Juliana and Rachel podcast. <laughs> um, so, anyway, these people, they deep sea dive and they just, there's a point that they hit when they go down, like, it's like something equivalent of like a 43 story building and they don't they have oxygen they right? don't have oxygen they take one big breath and they go down and there's something about it's all mental it's like 90 percent mental and 10 percent physical you hit a flow state and you just like you're okay you go down and you don't think and you're like in it that's and you're underwater. so i love that that's so cool to but me. it's the same in every other like it's like in ballet, mm-hmm. you know when you go on stage, you've had like your your flow moments mm-hmm. where you don't have to think. Everything feels You're good. Just doing it, yeah, I haven't had one of those in a long time. I'm thinking about <laughs> it now. But I, I remember I, I had like honestly maybe I have a little bit of it in this past show, or I had moments, mm-hmm. little spurts of moments where I just like was totally in it that I didn't have to like actively think. Okay, here's the correction. Here's the mm-hmm. correction. Like it's it's all the information's all there. And you're able to just kind of move. And I felt that, too, with, like, choreography where I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, this feels good. I know it. Just, like, you know it. It's mm-hmm. it's a feeling of, like, peace. Yeah. In a way. But, that but it's also, state, like, not just luck. It's, like, comes from training. Like, yeah. the state of flow comes from intense mm-hmm. training. But there is, like, a crossover moment. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's, it's uh, this is, like, deep theory. Um, section of the podcast. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to my um, my <laughs> TED talk this time. Uh, but it's 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 true across a lot of um, other sports <clears> as <throat> well. Yeah, like of course deep sea diving. What were we talking about before? Cardio. 
Yeah, just kind of because like people experience it running for sure. Yeah, there's there's a moment where like it just kind of like your body takes over. You know what to do. It's just mental. Yeah, um, also like I remember hearing people like swimmers talk about it. Like you know what? I've even felt it while I'm I'm thinking about it now. I'm like swimming as well. Mm -hmm. But go ahead, what you're gonna say? Uh, I was just thinking of like how Michael Phelps said that his trainer used to like one time he like stepped on his glasses his um goggles before he had like a not as important Mm -hmm. you know like he wasn't qualifying for like the olympics but it was still like a competition Mm -hmm. just so they were messed up and water was getting in his eyes like the whole time Mm -hmm. um but like he did it to just like train him in like you know a scenario you know like yeah that just like made me think of that too um we as like an athlete and like getting to like this level I feel like a part of being able to have a flow state is like being feeling so comfortable in your body and like in the way you rehearse something that even if little things happen, they don't throw you off and you're still able to like bounce back really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's just what I think of because I remember the most vivid time I ever had it. It was like there's one time where it was just like unlike anything else. Was when I did a leg row my senior year, like Robillion, and a leg Robillionte. Time, yeah, <laughs> a leg Robillionte is like a dish somewhere. I think <laughs> it sounds like food, but um, the whole time it was like I was so calm, and it was like nothing else was. Ha- it was like I was underwater, mm-hmm. like in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, when you just have like it's like quiet, you just hear yourself breathing. Mm-hmm. It was like that, and. I didn't feel. I didn't feel because that is like a extremely hard stamina ballet. Like it's known to be across everywhere, Um, and it was really hard for me to like train to get to the point where like my legs weren't giving out basically. But when I got to the performance, I actually wasn't worried about my stamina at all. Like I didn't. Like I was totally fine, but it was because of like that state I like fell into. Cause it's easy, like us dancers, we've talked about this stress about the way we're gonna feel stamina wise on stage for ballets. Mm-hmm. Cause there's nothing like your feet cramping. Well, you dancers know. Yeah. Where you just like can't use them sometimes. Yeah. It was at a point where it's like, I mean, just like give out. Yeah. And you can push through and everything, but man oh man, it's, it's tough. I remember I had to do that um, pot of cot. Uh-huh. And I you experienced that in, during pot of Yes! Yeah. I didn't even make it on point for a few little H pace. The yeah. H pace circle towards the end. Yeah. And you, like, are leaning on your friends. Like, I remember I was death gripping with my friends <laughs> yeah. with my right hand because I was just trying to get through. Because that one, that role was particularly challenging because it was the fourth variation. Yeah. But just before you did it, you had to do a duet. And then you go straight into the coda, which is mm-hmm. like petite allegro into balances. Mm-hmm. So it's like footwork. It's like perfect storm for foot cramping. Yeah. Yeah. I remember everybody coming off and just putting their feet up in the air. Oh, gosh. Yes. Um, giving them a good shake out. But, yeah. Yeah. Flow state is definitely like an interesting concept. I wonder if um, I wonder if that happens in like football or basketball. I, I, t- I Yeah, I think so. Just from like what I've heard people talk about it mm-hmm. um of like experiences they've had playing those sports yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot about i guess kind of yeah wraps up what we've been going through lately um 
Let's get into four for nothing. Okay. No one can do it like Andrew. That's right, baby. All right, what is your summer drink go-to? Um, the first thing that popped in my head is an Aperol spritz. I knew you were going to that. It's just so refreshing. We should, I should um, get the stuff to make this for you, but I was in, <laughs> I was in Austria one oh summer, gosh. many summers ago, <laughs> uh, and I had a Hugo, like Hugo, like a few, <laughs> it's called a Hugo, but I think it's spelled Hugo? Hugo, yeah. And, or J-U-G-O. Okay. I'm not sure. It's one or the other. But it's an elderflower spritz. So you do a little bit of elderflower syrup and then a little bit of Prosecco. And mm. then, um, wow. probably water on top. And that one is pretty phenomenal as well. Aperol spritz is a classic go-to. Perfect yeah. amount of bitter, perfect amount of, like, sweetness for yeah. summer heat. Summer drink. Wow, I really want one right now. I was thinking about it earlier today. We had a bit of a heat wave here the other day, um, last week, really. Yeah. And all I could think about is just like going to park, sipping some rose. I know. I kept we kept just bringing it up for like, wow, this weather just really makes me want to like go out and day drink. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like one p.m. on a three on a Thursday. Yeah, and I I was like, I don't know if it's like triggering my, my like college self. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to like go crazy, but I was just like. I like have to sit outside and drink an alcoholic beverage, but I've been on a medi- I've been on an anti-inflammatory prescription anti-inflammatory, so I haven't been able to drink. So I've been just drinking my poppy soda with ice and pretending it's alcohol. <laughs> um, what about? Wait, what's your drink? Apple spritz. Yeah, I really do love like a ginger kombucha though on a hot day. Mm-hmm. A really cold, health aid ginger kombucha. That one is How about an lemon. Arnold Palmer? Uh, I'm on Arnold Palmer kind uh, of girl. I love Arnold Palmer's. Um, seven stars. <gasps> Do you know what? They're Arnold Palmer's. So good. Oh, I had a lavender lemonade the other day from Wildflower. That was really good. Mm-hmm. But I remember... My mouth is COVID, watering right now. <laughs> over COVID, McKenna and I, my bestie, my BFF from home, we discovered that the Costco lemon ginger kombucha mixed with vodka is delicious. Ooh. And I don't taste the vodka. So if anybody's near Costco, because we don't have one here in Rhode yeah. Island, so check that shit out. This one's really good. Um, and then also, I'm curious about your summer meals. Do you have favorites? Oh, I have a go-to. It's a salad. Mm-hmm. So we start with a base of arugula, mm-hmm. and then I have um, chefs before you today. You have a base <laughs> of arugula, Roma tomato, um, and then burrata, Ooh. and prosciutto, oh. and also if you if it's in season, you can do some um, peaches, like some slices of peach. That and then I make this dressing with like olive like oil, garlic, and, and then I use um Dijon mustard, honey, oh. and a little bit of balsamic. Oh, that was probably loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we she's getting really passionate about her summer food. That salad is my summer food. 
I I was thinking about I love Greek salad. Uh, I love so a Greek hungry. salad with like a heavy amount of dressing. Yeah. Like the kind I'm like my mouth is starting to water now. Too. <laughs> but the kind that kind of is like a little bit sour. I literally have too much saliva <laughs> in my mouth to talk right now. Um, it has just a little bit of like tang to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with a little bit of maybe chicken, mm, maybe not chicken. A Greek salad right yeah, now. A whole Greek salad, but even or or chopped salad too. Ooh, a chopped salad with like garbanzo beans and um, I'm not a huge chopped salad girl. Carrots Wait, but that version sounds good. I think California Pizza Kitchen. Have you ever been to one? Yeah, they have a really good chopped salad. That's mm. what I'm thinking about. The Kardashians have some sort of salad like that that they always eat with like salami yeah. eyes of salad. <laughs> yeah, the other and they thing do the salad shake. Oh yeah, yeah. The top on yeah. Um, the other thing I'm thinking about is this. And this maybe sound might sound crazy for some people, but um, kimchi. There's this um, one brand of kimchi. I think it's for summer. That's one of the things you think of. Yeah, it's. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's vegan. Uh-huh. Do you know that kimchi usually has like oysters and stuff? Like it has like no, seafood in it. No, I didn't know like, that. Like real. Kimchi. Now that freaks me like, out. Real but free kimchi. Um, I've hardly had kimchi. If you go to like, like I've an tasted Asian, it like once. Yeah, if you go to like an Asian market, that's mm-hmm. the kind that you'll get. But this one's at like Whole Foods and stuff like that. Wild Brine. Wild Brine is the brand. And they have this one. It's called the Korean kimchi. Mm-hmm. And it's so spicy. But it's also so like sweet. Uh-huh. You can't stop eating. It's like a bag of chips. Uh-huh. But it's it's going to sound gross. Cold and wet. <laughs> <laughs> On a hot day. I remember there was one day in Utah. What do you eat it with? Just like Nothing. A spoon? With chopsticks. Oh. I just eat this freaking kimchi That's so out of good for box. you though. I think... Supposed to be really yes, good for your stomach health, but at the amount that I'm eating, <laughs> I don't no. think so. <laughs> I think You're like probably... it's actually it's like too much. It's had the adverse effect. Yeah, it's giving me um, it's giving me acid reflux. Acid reflux. It actually does. Oh, it's like a dill pickle. Oh, oh, <gasps> a crunchy dill pickle. Let me, let me, let me get on here for a second. The corny shawl. <laughs> the corny shawl from Trader Joe's. Yeah, this girl's passionate. Oh, about. it's so good. The corny shawl. The corny shawl. The corny shawl. They're the little pickles, and they're great for um, charcuterie boards. Yes. But if you have them cold, cold corny shawl. Mm. Oh, my God. I love myself pickle. I mean, also, that's like a really sour pickle, too. Yeah. Watermelon in the summer. Nothing hits like it. Watermelon juice, a big uh, watermelon advocate juice. of it. Watermelon juice and coconut water. But both, like, ice cold on a really hot day. I'm not a coconut water girl. I use it for my smoothies, but... Have you had Harm- Harmless Harvest, though? Yeah, Because that's the best one. It's just the, the flavor. I don't know. I did make coconut... Uh, I made, like, a Thai coconut soup last night. And I like the flavor. milk? Is really good. Yeah, like I use the canned coconut milk. Yeah. yeah, like I like the flavor of coconut milk, but it's like the coconut water. It's just like watered down enough that it just bothers me. I need to go more into the direction of coconut flavor or less. But you have to you have to try harmless harvest if you're gonna try it because that's the best one. I've had harmless harvest before. Okay, well, it's okay. Like I'll drink it, but it's not like. Mm. Yeah, maybe maybe you're just not one of those girls. That's yeah, fine. I, I mean, if I put a little bit of watermelon or something in it, like squeeze some watermelon, it would like I just need. They like, have some. that. Harmless Harvest has that. Okay, well, if you get that for me, I'll I'll buy you one one day. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I had some, oh yes, the corny shawl, but also <laughs> Bubbies. 
Bubby's bread and butter pickles. You mean like Bubby's down the street? I might mean like Bubby down the street. I think it might be the brand, but it's like a it's a brand oh, that's normal. Brand. It circulates. It's also my like, grandma, Bubby. Her name is Bubby. Because like, you like, and Bubby have a butcher. Yeah, because it's um like a, Jew, a Jewish grandma name. It's like oh, Bubby. Yeah. I see. I see. I see. So whenever people just start throwing out Bubby, I'm like, like my my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Bubby's bread and butter pickle chips. Pickle chips? Ooh, yeah, they're chips. chips. They're not chips. They're like cut. Slices of a pickle. Yes, and they're freaking delicious. Mm. So on that note, I guess. Well, now we're going to go eat. <laughs> um, but thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for next episode. Two weeks or, yeah. Like, yeah. A week and a half. Oh, two weeks. It's we'll be two weeks from now. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be done with our season. We'll be in a little bit more of a level head Who knows? Yeah, we'll have... A lot to tell you about. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know either. I think we'll have a I feel guess. like at that point, like, it just seems so, like, so much will have happened by then. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>